0: What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Ride Share Rodeo. Gig economy news and interviews. Sponsored by Para and ParaWorks. I'm your host, SJ. It's time to get it on. Uh, but this week I do have a YouTube creator with me. Um, you guys know I like to bring uh, those over sometimes and and talk with them. Um, so if you guys um, want to sit back, kick back and listen to our conversation and if you're interested, his channel is gigwise. it will be in the show notes. Tim is a gig worker, multi-apper in the St. Louis market. if you're not if you're not on YouTube much or if you're not familiar with gigwise, Tim, um, you will be here shortly. Happy Labor day Tim
1: same to you steve thanks for inviting me here
0: yeah yeah um yeah so we're you know i'm 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 coming i'm going in i'm going to be hitting four years here in just like another five months four years of the podcast it's getting crazy and uh, even when i had covid three months into that damn pandemic i still for five weeks when i didn't know what to do and i was breathing awful i still made every tuesday drop of a podcast and I almost feel bad that I made that happen. But Jason Thierry told me, don't ever miss a podcast drop. It's a big deal. Don't miss your day. So I didn't. But when I go back and listen, like you still hear me breathing like I'm dying. <laughs> so those, if I ever need to, those will be my sympathy run podcasts. I'll replay. <laughs> <I'm> like... <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm glad to have you here. Um, so Tim does, oddly, we're going to get into a few different things, but Tim does a lot, he has a, a kind of an interesting background like mine, a lot of bar and restaurant stuff. And um as well as he also doesn't favor the primary app that almost every gig worker does, even even the multi-appers, like we all know this. Rideshare driver, everybody, the primary f- app is DoorDash. People love it, and I know you have it or access to it. I do too. I choose not to use it, and I still do pretty well. But before we even get into all of that, um, can you can you like walk us in a nutshell, like through just your history coming up to the gig, like leading up to the gig economy?
1: Oh wow, that's a long time ago. I mean, Uh, you can
0: just you can just short note it, just 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 so know we're like how you're coming into this because a lot of people don't come in with a lot of customer service. You are, and
1: basically, I started. Before I was 16 years old, I got a a job at a restaurant as a dish dog, and I kind of fell in love with that industry altogether, and uh, just kept working. and my My ideal goal was to own a bar at some point. And this was when I was 16, 17 years old. But Larry with the Navy kept calling me because I did really good on a on a placement test in in junior high, or not junior high, uh, when I was a junior in high school. And I tried to do bad on it, but I did really good on it accidentally. So he wouldn't leave me alone. He's like, what do you want to do when you uh, get out of school? I said, I want to own a nightclub. (laughs) I was 17 years old. I wanted to own a nightclub. Well, I worked in them. I never owned one. I came close on the last one I worked at. And that was the final straw. I went from about, I worked in about every type of bar you can think of, except for a hotel.
0: Uh, So when you say nightclub, wait, wait, first, what, I mean, I I, because I'm older, I, I know I, you probably don't care either. But like, what what kind of nightclub era are we talking?
1: Well, at the time, well, what was, like was what, what was the late, era? So. Late eighties, there, and I was okay. uh, shortly after that I started spending some time in some teen dance club when the, the hammer pants were popular and oh, Bobby yeah. Brown and all that, and uh, something like that, something with the the good dance floor, uh, exotic mixed drinks, you name it, I wanted it all. Um, now the teen clubs I was not allowed to drink in because there were I was not 21, but i I saw potential in it and I just i I worked in them and found I came to the point I didn't like them. I prefer like the corner dive bars oh, um,
0: yeah. yeah
1: they're they're easier to staff and that's uh that delivered app interrupted me again.
0: yeah
1: uh, Qdoba, New Ferry. I gotta look at this real quick. They send you the offer first on the app, then they send you a follow up with a text to meet, uh, usually right afterwards, telling you what it's going to pay. Um, this one's going to want me to drive really far for twenty five dollars and nine cents again. Uh, the last one was twenty five dollars and nineteen cents. Those are not acceptable.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, and we'll get to Delivered, too because I I do have a question about. I'm, I'm I'm kind of uh, I have a few questions to be honest, and I haven't even started, but I already have
1: questions, and they're I think they're <laughs> legitimate. <laughs> do you use iphone or do you use uh, android steve i use iphone okay
0: um but so okay so what what was the so coming out of the bar industry um which a, a little bit of that will probably come into play in our conversation but um when did when was the move into the gig economy was it full-time right away was well it... uh,
1: the last bar i worked for the owner sold it i was supposed to be a part of the new ownership but i got cut out of that two days after my boss was out of the picture so Um, then I had health issues for like the next year and a half. Uh, then I went into produce at a shopping, uh, grocery store chain that actually went out of business. (laughs) So I went to AutoZone and learned to hate that place. I was a manager at AutoZone for three and a half years. The, the, the pandemic hit, uh, the lockdowns, I was an essential worker. So I had to work like crazy because we cut our staff down to bare bones. We laid off everybody and, uh, the workload didn't stop. And, so and when, when the, when the pandemic
0: when the pandemic hit you were still at AutoZone. yes and now and, you were like skeleton crew
1: yes and uh, and the workload was increased we were breaking sales records for going back years because uh the, you know nobody no one had anything to do so they were getting the free stimmy check money and just fixing their cars i mean i work i live i work in the city i live in the city and uh, a lot of people buy cars in the city, so they're prone to break down immediately after they buy them. So they were going crazy. So I, I finally had it and quit, and took about a five month sabbatical. And I'm like, all right, time to get back to it. My whole plan the whole time was to get into Instacart. I talked to a customer and, that I had at AutoZone, and she was telling me how she's working basically part time hours, breaking a grand a week. And I'm like, really? And uh, I go, that sounds like it for me, but. Uh, I did not start with Instacart. I started with Uber Eats because uh, I found out that they had 24 hours or something like that to to uh, take their tip away from you. And now it's two hours. But I learned. Uh, I, I got an Instacart about a year after I started. But Uber Eats and that one that you were mentioning, Doordash, uh, I didn't from from the first delivery. I hated that app. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uber Eats is my my go to on food delivery when you're when you're talking just you know single orders. And then I, I'm also Instacart, Sparky, uh, Curry. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Curry uh, now delivered. I am on delivered that, but I haven't started working for them yet. I've been on them for quite a while. I'm on Amazon Flex. I've been on I've been on board with them for two years, and I've never done a block. Yeah, because uh, I can't get them.
0: Oddly, Amazon's normally in my market. Um, and by the way, guys, like I know I say this enough, but I introduced him as being from the St. Louis market. If you're not familiar, oddly, St. Louis, I mean, just like Denver, it's like throwing straws when it comes to big cities. Some are, some aren't. But I mean, in overall, too, like overall on the gig app, St. Louis is an amazing gig market. Just like Denver, you can do very well playing these apps, Even, even though we've seen tighter times and all this, that and the other. Compared to other cities, I talk to market to market all the time. And St. Louis is another strong city. It just is.
1: some people out there in the gig world on some of the gig tubers, uh, not necessarily gig tubers, but I see them in other people's uh gig channel Discord channels. Um, don't think that we're a very big, busy when uh, a city or, or at least busy when it comes to gig work. And I'm like, well, it just depends on how you work it. I mean, uh, it's been proven. Uh, our friend Pedro, he's one that's uh proven they can uh, just pretty much primarily on Doordash can uh make quite a bit and i've got another delivered coming in Ch- jesus they yeah i mean
0: we've it. had we've had more than just pedro though i mean like there's a, a I, know, I think
1: that's a trader
0: yeah i mean other creators too but i'm talking about like michelle sleet do you know michelle right no i don't know her okay michelle well michelle lives in st louis um she runs the two largest doordash groups on facebook in the world oh um, really yeah, between the two, she has over two hundred thousand active users. Um, and uh, we've had her on the podcast a few times. Michelle always has interesting things to say about DoorDash and Saint Saint. Look, like, I mean, guys, there, there's no we can beat, and we do often. You guys know this. We can beat on DoorDash all we want, but most people that is their primary gig. Oh, it's their end. go-to. Absolutely. I mean, I even know rideshare drivers who hate food delivery, who tell me they do more DoorDash these days than rideshare, but it's, it's, it's starting
1: to maybe tip the other way. So we'll see, but. I know here, DoorDash is the dominant food, food app. It's, it's way busier, but also there's lots of more low ball offers too, like low paying offers.
0: Yeah. And, um, and that's one of the things that I did want to get into. So, I mean, I guess while, while we're here, um, you know, like, let, let's just jump on DoorDash for a minute before we move into these other things. because I always take things out, out of order and just kind of go with the flow, but I've got my bullet points here. So, um, s- specifically you, because I know why me, and I've talked about me enough times, but why don't you care as much about DoorDash? I understand the low ball offers. I understand the wasting of time and all this, right. but is it just that? I mean, because with me, like, there's... You know, people could still claim that DoorDash is the way I should be going here, but I just, I just, it's, I don't, I I, don't know if it's some, some of the Paris stuff that I remind going, being sued by DoorDash and how much I just hate them for everything about them. I don't know, yeah. but it's just, it's something different than all the other apps. When I turn it on, I feel like I'm being
1: forced to do something. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm just uh, like, I, wow. I was told just, a uh, uh, three or four days ago by someone, uh, that they're like, just because they they rely on DoorDash in their market, some people have to do that, or they think they have to do that. That's what I always say. They think they have to, but they said just because you can't make money on DoorDash, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa! I never said I couldn't make money on DoorDash. I don't like the app. I don't like how it's ran. I don't like the, the hoops they make you jump. I, I, I say often they run it like a circus and make you jump through all these tubes to to get anything. They make it, at least you make they make you think that's what you have to do. And people do it they make you try and be top dasher for this they all these things to become a part of the large order program which it's still difficult for people to get into and honestly that's the only reason i would do anything but even if you do get the large order program you still have to be able to dash if you're not top dasher you can't dash now so then there's those other hoops you got to jump through you got to maintain all this stuff. it's too much of a job so it, it can stress people and you see on all the youtube channels I mean, if they didn't have DoorDash to complain about, what else are they going to talk about? Uh, I mean, they don't. That's all they do. They go well, on and on with the glitch and whatnot. It's everything's a glitch on that all the time. But I, I just mean, can't leave it off and live a stress uh, less stress free life. You know, or a more stress free life
0: yeah yeah don't way i look at it don't even get don't even get me going on the glitch again because i buried it because i I keep i keep well i know here's i gotta say this because i really i've only (laughs) mentioned it in passing once kind of publicly but i gotta i gotta remind people first of all for those audio podcast listeners who don't know the glitch is simply force closing an android phone it only works on android while being active on doordash putting it into airplane mode and closing it, it doesn't only lower your acceptance, it raises it. It doesn't make sense, but it happens. But there's a hundred glitches. And when I did stuff for Para, at our height, in tip transparency one, before we got the cease and desist, and before the second time five months later when we had it back up, and before the second ceased. But the first time we were rolling, we had 238,000 or 246,000 altogether users android and iphone who were using tip transparency through door through para okay i was telling everybody to onboard in fact when i told david we should start slowing it he said nope tell everybody tell everybody get every so to those of you saying that something was hid first of all it's every person's right to do whatever they want but secondly i i threw it to I i turned two hundred and thirty thousand of you onto it so don't ever include me in that stuff because <laughs> there it was. But at the same time, guess what? This other glitch, this thing, I haven't done my research on. I don't have an Android phone, therefore, if I don't do it, I'm never going to tell you to do it ever. I would never even talk about it if I don't do it.
1: The it doesn't uh, make sense the 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 acceptance rate glitch. It worked on iPhones and Androids, and probably still does. I yeah. never really used it. I. I again, again, though the
0: listeners are, are listening to two people who don't even do DoorDash. Dude, to right. me, why would I do that? Because I, I literally don't...
1: don't even, I'm not in the app, but an hour a month. What's funny is all <laughs> these people that do do DoorDash, all the people that do do DoorDash that are all upset and butthurt at some of these tubers because they didn't let everybody know about it. Um, I don't do DoorDash, and I knew about it for a long time. <laughs> and you and <laughs> I are the only two I see in people's chat saying it's been on Reddit yeah. subreddit groups for a year. So, at least I would, a year. I, like,
0: I've posted it. So, I think it was like it's either October or it was
1: November. October twenty second is when I saw you post. Okay, so October. I, I remember numbers. October <laughs> of
0: twenty two. Yeah. This this was on Reddit. You guys, Reddit's the largest website in the world. I mean,
1: and it's. Know, been I, I'm sorry, like
0: just you know, like it's, it's just ridiculous, and I just. This is why I hate even spinning out with it because I like watching some of the other live streams do this on YouTube. But this is the kind of thing where I think my audio podcast people are like, dude, this is why I don't go to YouTube. And I don't blame you guys. <laughs> I think you guys are right, man. Might be oh, toxic, is all crap. It's crazy uh, on the, with all these,
1: <laughs> the, the, the hate and everything going on with uh, all over that. And I just don't care. A lot of times, uh I just say that I read the thumbnails and you know, if they're Focusing on the DoorDash, I don't watch the video because <laughs> I don't care. I want to. I want to see stuff on on things that uh, can poten- potentially make me a whole lot more money than running a bunch of food deliveries or jumping through a bunch of hoops to get to the large order program to get smaller catering orders than what I see on other apps. But here's here's I wanted to throw
0: this at you and see what you thought of this because I, I try, I've tried I I always try and spitball ideas and stuff before I take it to Paralworks or. You know, I put it in terms of DoorDash and I wanted to, because, you know, we see people say, don't, you know, I know Pedro's thing about no tip, no trip, you know, and other people back that. And I kind of, I believe that too, because only because I, I can look at the numbers and without the tip, it's not worth the trip. So I get that. It's right. Simple. But um, people I see talking about base pay, like, oh, base pay is $2. Now I've been saying for a while, remove base pay. Base pay, zero. do Don't let, Because don't let DoorDash have the ability to get good PR out of that and say, oh, we pay our drivers. <laughs> remove it. For independent contractors, remove it. No base pay. Now, the final stage of the ordering process is how quickly do you want your food? If you can wait an hour and a half, you can have your food for a $2 order <laughs> or whatever. But now you don't have to think about it like tip. You know, but you, if you want to pay $9, you can have it in 15 minutes. I mean, why can't that be the case and just be fully transparent? DoorDash
1: takes their hand out of the mix. They have no more employees. All
0: their lawsuits about employees go
1: away under this, by the way. I don't think they would do that because then uh, I'm, I'm sure they charge the fee. They charge the customer, that base pay that the driver get comes out of that. So if they eliminated that base pay, I don't know how they would do that because uh, they would lose money on their end probably because they would, I do know, they probably still take a fee. And uh, I would just it. say,
0: I would just say, you know, I mean, again, it's look, I mean, the, they went a different route than I would have. They, according to Tony's shoe, they put what they have 13 million DoorDashers. Okay. Just, and just yeah, to put this, just to, just to put this into perspective, you guys, like we, uh, Mike ruby and I were doing statistics for what independent, what independent contractor looks like as of last year, because it, if you ever, if you ever look for stats, a lot of times to find true stats, you're usually going back two years. I don't know why they're so slow, but it takes them a long time. You usually can't go find 2022 20, stats that you can rely on. You'll go back to like 2021. 20, so in 2021, they said 59 million independent contractor workers, including app based ones. Mike and I have that tallied at about 68 million now which is just shy it's about 38% of the US workforce. So if you say that okay so 68 so let's just let's just say that 185 million people um are independent or are are working in this country okay that's everybody working w2 and independent contractorship 13 million of those DoorDash. Do you know how insane that is? That eight percent of our population is a DoorDasher.
1: That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, the September 2021 <laughs> what you say, that's the same as like Chat GPT. That's where they they only you can only find out information up till September 2021 on there. And and I just I just ask it that question, how many estimated gig workers are there uh out there right now? And it didn't give me an answer. <laughs> You yeah. didn't give me a number yeah
0: if you put in independent contractors it might be something over 59 but it probably would be under 65
1: million but we've been checking that and it's not really with uh works um I, I i know in other people's markets i've been here and they've been uh, doing a few here and there i honestly don't get enough here in st louis and i'm not sure why a lot of times when i do they're on the other side of the the river over in illinois I don't get many on this side. And what's weird is they're supposed to be carrying orders and I've got a couple. I'm in bed and it's it's going off. I got an order for like 1049 PM from a steak and shake. It's one was 10 47, one was 10 49. I've had two of them now. Uh going about two miles from that steak and shake. It's not a bad order. It's paying like 35 bucks, but it's a it's it's like after 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, who's ordering a Are they market?
0: are they scheduled for the next day?
1: No, it's for right then oh that's weird and uh it's weird i'm like it's happened to me twice now i'm like i'm i'm it's never i would would even
0: to be honest and i i you know this is just me i'm always transparent even though i have the best of ties with para in every way i've worked with them since day one i i still always am straight up honest with them that's the kind of thing where i'd like to get the screenshots from you to let them know because i i have to wonder if that's like an order that just hasn't been filled but even like the location might be closed right it could be just dumping out something and and it's important for us to find that kind of stuff so kind of like on
1: the roadie app when i'm it was two two something in the morning and they're pinging me saying that this chicken coop really needs to be delivered and we've been in the system for two days it's like two something it was i don't know two something in the morning it was a 350 pound chicken coop you needed a flatbed trailer they're only paying 54 dollars and um Nobody wanted to deliver it or could deliver it because it wouldn't fit in the truck, wouldn't fit in the van. You had to have a trailer, and but I'm like, the the, the place isn't isn't open to pick it up. The customer is surely not going to want to get a delivery at three a.m. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, get it really? out of the system. That's um, another one I haven't ever taken a delivery on as roadie. I tried accepting one one time and and didn't go through.
0: <laughs> so. um Before we hit on, uh, I wanted to talk about Spark and Delivered, and I got this one other topic, but before we hit on that, um, I wanted to uh, ask you about third-party apps. Um, Which ones you use, have you used, have you tried, and even if you, maybe you don't use any at all on a regular basis, or, and I just say this because, again, I'm not, and this isn't me endorsing, this is me asking Tim Gigwise what he uses, just, in case you guys listening always want to hear about stuff, maybe he tells you about something you don't know about. I don't know.
1: Uh, actually, not really. I don't, I don't use many. I use Gridwise for my mileage tracker, and I've used Paraware. I have Para, but I used it when uh it worked with DoorDash, and that, that was an absolute game changer. That made me want to use DoorDash because I, I can make <laughs> money. But at the end of the night, Uber Eats still came back and beat, beat uh, DoorDash in earnings even without – being able to see the transparency, you know, it's just that's how it works for me. I get lucky with Uber Eats here. A lot of people don't.
0: Gridwise is something I've known about for years too. Like and I use
1: and I use um um
0: Hurtler too. Well yeah no people have all these other ones one. Hurdler kind of does your taxes too. Um this is long before solo and stuff you know but it it does it has a mileage tracker and there almost all of these apps have mileage trackers these days. Well, actually, I just it- really like the fact that Hurdler was built to work directly with quickbooks and to work directly with intuit products gotcha. and and it can export that file directly with all of your tracking and everything so a
1: lot of the mileage tractors uh, gridwise being one of my uh, it seems like they're more geared towards ride share drivers uh they can really help yep. the, the ride share dryer driver so out the hurdler airport like, schedules like, and i'll stuff. even
0: say this you guys like i'm not again i'm not promoting her i mean i am i'm telling you i like down. it but <laughs> but gig- or, uh, um, Gridwise has, uh, I, I think Gridwise is a little more built. The hurdler thing I'm talking about does have a uh, self-employment option. And when you're in there, it does have a rideshare delivery option too. Like it does subcategory to that to help you. But it's more robust in the um, in what Tim is talking about. Like that app is a little better, except for as far as I know, Gridwise does not do tax stuff. And that's I know, a big yeah,
1: deal yeah me? i i just use it for the mileage tracker that's all that's all it's for and sometimes yeah, but, sometimes so. it doesn't work that's kind of annoying but i'll, I'll check it later on because once i start it when i yeah. leave my house i don't pay no i mean
0: it's it. no great i i i believe gridwise has been a great app i think it's been very good
1: there's a buddy of mine's cousins down in the memphis area he uses something i can't remember what he said said it was but it, it really helps him with his rideshare. He does lift and Uber, Uber ride share and uh Uber rides, whatever it's called. And uh, he was, I don't know why I wish I could remember what it was, but it, it nothing pertain to me that he was showing me because I don't do ride share. and usually it just kind of goes in one ear and out the other. I'm like, yeah, uh huh, sure, <laughs> good, <laughs> that's great, <laughs> awesome for you, buddy. It doesn't mean anything to me. I kind of shallow when it comes to that.
0: So you guys, if you're looking for some DoorDash talk, you're not going to get it on the other side of this. We're going to talk about a little <laughs> Spark. We're going to talk about a little Delivered. And then I got a, a situational uh, thing I want to put, because I saw Tim commenting on it. Before we talk about Spark and Delivered, because I definitely forgot, almost forgot about Delivered. So I'm glad we got reminded of that at the very beginning of the show when you were getting some offers. But my favorite I favorite wanted to ask you one one about some Spark yet. stuff. But the um, one thing I wanted to ask you first was, because I think I saw it in a live chat, I saw Bud Soda comment on it and I saw your comment. And I was thinking about all this stuff because I've been thinking about it anyway. I saw you mention something about um, masking. And I believe you and I kind of probably handled a lot of the um, first pandemic, probably the same, um, you know, to each his own. I'm I'm really not here to advertise all of that but as we move into school and and back into the winter months and the threat of potential federal state masking policies which we you know it's not just alt news you guys i mean you you've seen these threats everywhere i don't know if you if some of you want to call them threats i i, th- I call them threats because if you're if you're talking about them now in a in a pre-fashion when you, we never know that kind of thing it sounds more threatening even than it already I believe is in the first place. So but and god forbid other mandates regarding public health that are exceed masking kind of thing that would affect traveling or you know even you know at the most extreme stay at home orders. I saw you I believe you said something about you know would this help gig work for a while and I saw Bud Soda's answer about you know I think in the short term it would help the gig worker and in the long term would hurt the economy. I believe that, you know, I mean, would it create more business or would the oversaturation of gig workers over power of the earnings seen in 2020, would people even go to food delivery or, or order from it? Or would it be more, um, grocery delivery? And I asked this because, um what happens we know the government assistance isn't going to be there we at least like it was even with the current administration it won't be um we know that uh we're in a recession you know no everybody can call it what they will we're in a recession um there's crazy inflation um there's not a lot of uh and not a lot of sunshine coming down in any of these areas and i just don't even in the short term see how it would help but is this? I guess my question is: Is this something that concerns you? Because when I heard you say that, I was like, I don't talk about this with a lot of people, and I've been seeing a lot of this.
1: I, I unfortunately wasn't around for the first part to benefit from the uh, the the rise in the gig work and the, the, the I hear stories of people made a lot of money. Yeah um, i I think a lot. There's going to be a lot of people that won't won't bend a knee to it. Uh, but there's, yeah, I think oh, yeah. going to be a lot that will. And hopefully, we'll benefit some from them. But I, but I mean, do
0: you, I'm saying, do you think? First of all, do you think this is coming back? Do you think we're moving into masking again?
1: It, I, I haven't researched it enough. I've just been hearing some bits and pieces on. Yeah, I know. I mean, I mean it, just your uh,
0: opinion, like your, your gut feeling.
1: It, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me with this administration, honestly. Uh, it, it could happen, but I just, I don't think it's going to go over like it did the last time. I think there's going to be a lot of people standing up to it. A lot more than before. Um, yeah. Because like mean, I, I'll be one of them because one, I can't wear a mask. Doctor said. I, I, yeah. I, and nobody can ask me why. But because yeah. that was a problem I had with AutoZone. They kept trying to make me wear a mask. And I said, I can't. I missed three days of work because I wore a mask. Yeah. <laughs> and that's you know what? Story. You know what? Really?
0: I got, you know, not to so- We this happens here on this podcast. So I got I'm going to just sidestep a little here. But I got to say, it's very crazy to me that in the first during the first pandemic, however you played your decisions about vaccination or masking or any of this stuff, every single person's HIPAA HIPAA laws were violated. Yeah. I mean, for all the, for all the weight we give HIPAA laws, we literally ripped them out. This country ripped them out of your hands and said, we don't care. We temporarily we don't care about what's been one of the most important fights we have i don't know i that very much concerns me i don't know if we're even moving back to masking that's why when i saw your comment i read all these articles but i also know how these you know i have to when i see an article i have to look at what publication is it and if it's not one that normally would run that then i might be like okay and i look into it but they just don't seem to have any meat on the bone of these. Like Again, like you were saying, like I don't think people are going to play ball. No, they're not. I don't think they, I don't I mean, think dude, they will. No small business. The, the, I mean, look at the few small businesses through the damn pandemic. They're not going to play ball again.
1: They're My done. cousin just uh, owns a dart shop, you know, throwing darts. Uh, he had a, a yeah. dart uh, triple threat darts in vape shop or something. COVID knocked him out of business. He just now like a week and a half ago, got a, a new location, um, a fraction of the size of his old one. Cause he, the money's not there that he had before. And uh, if this hits again, he, he he's just going to throw in the towel, I think on it, but uh, he's all excited. He just got it open back up and right about then is when I started hearing this stuff about this, I haven't even talked to him about it. Cause I, I just don't want him to think about what happened before. Cause he's, he's pretty happy right now. He, he's got a new place and it's, I don't know how busy he is yet. I, I stopped in there last week, and um the only person came in was trying to mooch money. <laughs> it was, had a backpack on, you know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I said, it, takes a
0: while, it takes a while to build a
1: business. I said, kick this guy out. <laughs> um, but the you know, one of the reasons I
0: asked this, too, is because I try and do this in each podcast, and I would love, you know, everybody, I you know, all the audio podcast listeners, I love this. Please email, and anybody listening to this, if, it may, if it's on YouTube or wherever you're hearing it. Um, you guys email me steve at rideshare rodeo.com and let me know what you i'd like to know what you think is masking coming back and do you have concerns about it and what are they and uh, it's everything's anonymous and you know it's just between me and you but you know i i take it all into the weight of bringing back the story next week you guys know that i don't unless i talk to you first and we were to really go through the breakdown i would never i don't use names i don't use anything so but i do like the data to be able to just look at it and go okay look look a lot of people are saying this this or this and i'd like to know what you think because we none of us had any warning at all that that would ever happen in our lifetime so there was never a way to be asked that question before it wouldn't have made sense to us now it does so please uh send me an email leave it in the comments of any of the pod players you're listening on um, whether it be apple um, whether it be amazon music whether it be uh spotify or any of the thousands of pod catchers globally um but yeah i'm just curious because i, I i'm i know we're heading into those months and i'm starting to see weird stuff at school i know we're starting to see some breakouts but the people I know who are getting COVID it's for shorter times than it's ever been. And it just doesn't seem like, like i w I'm more concerned not to be, I know a lot of people need to be very concerned about COVID and we all are, but I'm more concerned about getting a serious pneumonia or a
1: flu. Oh, that's still there. That was I know what I'm saying, that was but part I'm of my more health.
0: concerned about that than a COVID cause I've had COVID a handful of times.
1: That was part of what got got me down for a year and a half. The second leg of that health problem was pneumonia. And doctor said uh,
0: "Yeah,
1: I thought I just had a flu bug. And she told me I should check myself in the hospital for a couple of weeks. I said I was in an urgent care. You know, I was already paying out the wazoo because I was out of work. I didn't have any insurance. And uh, I'm like this is all coming out of my pocket. I'm not. I should have listened to her because <laughs> that I'm, I'm still affected from that. And that's been yeah. six, seven years now. And it. Uh, yeah, I had a I ripped, pulled, tore every ligament, muscle, and tendon in the left side of my chest from coughing one morning. There was a dent in my chest, and uh, it was if oh. I coughed or laughed, it was like the butterball turkey timer, whatever. When it was done, the pop that pops out, something was popping out. Oh. You could you could literally hear it, <laughs> and it was painful for the first couple of weeks, but uh, it was still popping for about six months after that, and it, it's just weird. But yeah, I should have listened. Yeah, to no, it you
0: that. you saying that actually reminded me of I. I I had a double hernia and, uh, it just reminded me that same type of thing, that bulging coming through when you're like trying to, you're
1: in denial, like it'll (laughs) go away. (laughs) It it, it does go away. I I, I have a hernia. I never got repaired. I do. I do have a hernia. I never, and it was from taking out the damn cook's uh, kitchen trash and take the trash out one night and I took it out. And that thing was that, that trash can was so heavy. And, uh, yeah, I, f- I figured it out real s- quick that I screwed something up, and i that was nineteen ninety six or seven. <laughs> I yeah, still mine had mine it.
0: was opening day of the Rockies in two thousand four. We had had the bar for two years, um and I'd been in the industry for much longer. But I was we had ninety kegs in the room for opening day for Rockies. Oh God, I don't miss, and so I was around. like climbing up a mountain of kegs, which you shouldn't be doing, but if like if tim was there who's been in the industry he would agree he would have looked at it and said yeah you can do that yeah it made yeah. sense to me too and everybody what i did but somehow something slipped and while i was up there like me fumbling and just trying to grab
1: and wait it just split both so i had to have oh, surgery
0: done almost immediately <laughs>
1: yeah i didn't <laughs> because I, that, that, that's another part of the being being in the uh in the bar industry is it's usually not health health benefits with that either <laughs>
0: no and and that's you know and
1: that's another thing too that Look, you and I have both been, and I've talked about it
0: on this podcast a lot. But you know, people, I, I've tried to make these comparisons of like the down hours. You know, like when you know lunch rush is over and you're not, and it's a weekday, and you know it's two to three hours of downtime, and you're actually doing—if you're a waitstaff or a bartender—you're doing dishes or silverware or things. like man, and you're yeah. not making any money. I mean, no. let's be honest. I mean, what they paid me here here in Denver in the 2000s, it was. 213 an hour for bartenders and 325 for servers
1: i think the lowest i ever worked for was uh 190 and uh 209
0: and so for those that haven't been in the in the in the service industry and who are like saying what the hell are you and tim talking about like you guys when are you working in the 20s or something like
1: no like this is this is how it works
0: in the service when you make tips this is how it works
1: yeah. you. They only have to pay you half of whatever minimum wages. That's, that's pretty much the law, but yeah. I know I've worked for less than half of what minimum wage was because I primarily re- re- relied on tips. Tips were good. I could do that. Yeah. And I've worked for a pizza joint where I actually didn't get well, paid Well, I mean, like, all. I don't know if this was the same for you, but
0: if I, if I had a, if I had the, like, so I became a manager, I, I was an owner at one of the places. So, I mean, like I've been through all those phases too, but like, if I was just doing bartending for two weeks, which I've, which I've done on many occasions and no managing shifts or anything of that sorts, just bartending, had a lot of good shifts, made a ton of money during baseball season. A lot of times I would go pick up a 70, 80 hour paycheck that would be like $4. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I don't think a lot of people get that. It's that when you enter you know, your credit cards and your Cash tips if you enter your cash tips, um, but, it would, it would, yeah. you know if you when you enter your tips it
1: offsets your check. So again, you take another loss in a beating. Yeah, the yeah actual working uh, delivering like pizzas for a say a Domino's or any kind of mom and pop pizza joint, you actually got paid at least minimum wage and your tips, and usually yeah. then usually the delivery fee. um I know one place I work for, I didn't get an hourly pay; they gave you a bank. Uh, depending on what shift you worked and I usually worked uh, from open through the through the dinner shift seven days a week, because I was a bomb ass driver. And I I, I was banking. Uh, I mean, this is she's 15 years ago, and I was averaging about nine to nine fifty cash a week out of that out of that place. And uh, that was good money back then. Um and but you didn't exist. <laughs> you were not an employee. You did they. You weren't on paper anywhere in there. Yeah. That, that's the only place I've ever worked for like that. And they still do it the same way today. <laughs> I don't know how they get away with it, yeah. but uh, yeah. Domino's they put you. Uh, I was actually delivering for Domino's when they started their delivery fee. Uh, it was fifty cents, and the driver got zero of it, and that was bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That was a, that was a little Um, short period. You know what I mean? Like, by the
0: way, too, those people, like people who look, I'm not talking about everybody who like the Julie Sue, California people who ripped off $42 billion from the pandemic. But just so you guys are aware too, bartenders who work full time and stuff, if they did need pandemic assistance during the pandemic, they wouldn't make anything because that was based on their pay. Yep and that meant you got like nickels
1: being in the so. industry all that time i know a lot of bartenders and now they're real estate agents and they clean houses <laughs> and some of them are getting back into exactly. bartending now that things exactly. are things are coming back alive you know and uh it's still not back up to it i mean our our local our biggest local grocery store chain used to have several locations most of them were open 24 hours they close at 10 still they don't none of them have a. Uh, came back up the the 24 7 walmarts are co- still closing at 11 and uh, they, i they yeah. a lot of it might be due to staff or i don't know why yeah. they didn't make i don't know but
0: I, I don't know about you tim but when i was in the industry no matter all the places i've worked look i, I almost hate to admit this but look everybody in the bar industry is always running a low-grade fever <laughs> it's like, a fever you guys are you guys are always minimally sick
1: yeah well, it's because of the part of it, and that's in my notes for this. When we're comparing the two, is the lifestyle that comes with, especially working in bars, uh, not so much restaurants. But they've got their—I mean, the, 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 working in kitchens. I've seen so many people that that live on on weed and energy drinks. Really, <laughs> I mean, they, yeah. that's what oh, keeps yeah. them going. And uh, it gets a little worse in the bar. There's other there's other
0: temptations
1: oh, yeah. out there. But yeah, I don't. Uh, when I when I'm finished working doing gig work for the day. Um I'm not going across the river to a, a 24 hour bar because now I'm off it's my turn I'm not blowing all my money so there's always no. money left over I don't have that lifestyle in fact it's a the gig work is kind of addicting whereas bar work is like ah shit I got to work again damn it's oh, yeah, all yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: uh, you I, don't even, don't even get more, me
1: started man because I on look,
0: like day games I'd be like I, I mean we we were doing like 16 18 hour days and then having like clopens back to back yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, by the yeah. way, folks, the yeah. clopen is where you open or where yeah. you were you open to close. Well, for me, it was open to close, but it's where you close and then you have to open. But for me, it was open to close often another open to close. So yeah. it was like oh. that, that, that incentive to even go in was just
1: gone. I mean, like the last just... bar I ran, we were a 3 a.m. Ooh. bar and uh, 3 a.m. means we closed at 3 a.m. And there's a lot of a lot of times I was there. We opened at about 1030 and I was there 30, 10 in the morning. And Leaving at four four thirty in the morning and then back. I had a good friend of mine. He's like, I don't know how you do it because a lot of times those later hours, I was getting pretty, pretty snookered. And he's like, and you're back here the next day, every day. And I'm like, Yeah, five and a half months straight. I worked there like my first five and a half months, not one day off. No days off, not a sick day, not a <laughs> leisure time, nothing. And that's what it took. Um, but finally I started getting Sundays off. <laughs> and I, I did I turned that into Sunday yeah. fun day on the golf cart. But yeah, also with uh, I mean,
0: at the, at the same time, at work seems like we're kind of bagging. Out. I gotta say, like, I don't regret my years in the bar
1: industry, those were oh, I it was a some, blast! I had some amazing it years, sucked. man. It sucked, but it was a <laughs> it blast, it, yeah. Um, but and, know, it's, de- and gonna, it's
0: definitely look, I mean, for I mean, I think most people know this, but I was even telling my son, like, look, man, I think you guys like it's his senior year now. Um, He has a job as a lifeguard and he's really kind of stepped up his game. He's doing some coaching and stuff, but he never did a, he never had to do one of the, um, now he got this job on his own and all that at a younger age than I started, but I started in the restaurant industry too. And I feel like everybody needs some service industry background. Oh, yeah. It's kind of service industry what he does, but it's more like saving lives and like things I'm into now in my later life.
1: That was actually one of my first jobs over the summer was a life garden apartment complex here in St. Louis. I think it paid four bucks an hour and I had to learn CPR. And hardly anybody ever went in that pool. So it was usually just me and uh, chilling out. And I'd let my friends come out that uh, come up there that didn't live in the apartment complex. So that was about it.
0: So my son just turned 17. He's worked there for. Uh, maybe a year and a half. And he's
1: making almost nineteen dollars an hour.
0: Jesus. Yeah, I
1: made I think about four bucks. I don't think I made more than that. I mean 17 like 90, years
0: old making 19, nineteen bucks an hour.
1: The minimum wage at the time was 335. I know I made just a little over minimum wage. And uh but this is one of those more. things
0: they can't they're they've had trouble ever since the pandemic
1: keeping lifeguards staffed. Really? Yeah. I don't know why it was a pretty easy job when I did it, but I mean, I only did it that one summer. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't. Um, Um, But He
0: he keeps doing these in services and certain, like if you go to an in service every month, again, this is the kind of thing too, that I talk about all the time with independent contractorship, like guys, like, look like my son, when he goes to an in service, he's paid like maybe $15 for his whole day's time, but he gives up two to five hours. You guys might look at that as like, dude, I'm not working for that. He he doesn't. He works because that gets him a raise and gets him better shifts. And yeah, th- th- you got to look at everything as as pieces, man. Like sometimes, you know, it's like the learning curve of coming on these apps. That's when I don't worry about it. And in a second, we'll even get to that because I want to talk about delivered. But first, I do want to get your just because whenever I have people who have done a lot of Spark, I like to get their opinion. I never got brought on. I'm still wait-listed. I have been for a long time, but. Even in our market, like Lisa and Tony, the Drivens, um, they were both on Spark. And from the get-go, they said it sucked. And I know that the Drivens and me are on the same page. Like, we feel the same way about Instacart. Not both we don't like it, but we both feel the same way about the offers. Like, do you see it like this? Like, yeah. Like, we see why it doesn't work for the same reasons. Spark, they were on it, like, during the heyday. And they were like, this sucks. When all of you guys were, like, raging it everywhere
1: oh yeah and, uh, spark was awesome last year <laughs> when i first started it and i started spark um i really got on on blowing the ddi up the de- deli- delivery i, I, I
0: should up. i should preface that by saying that for those that don't know in case you don't spark is walmart by
1: the way yeah walmart spark um in instacart i'd gotten two four star uh uh whatever, reviews or whatever that uh, two four star yeah they rate ratings and uh it seemed like right after that, my good offer just stopped cold. And I right after that got back on or got on to Spark and Spark was fire from the gate. I mean, I mean, three months I made uh, twelve uh, thousand $12, eight hundred dollars in three months just on Spark. That didn't yeah. include anything I, I was gonna else gonna I did in probably- that three months
0: i felt like people who got on spark at that time like here in this market so we have van and all these other people too everybody who tried spark here really didn't pan out for them like that even when it launched and normally by the way again denver's an amazing gig working tone just some of the apps just never really have been that great even from you day got one. those
1: food trucks too late at night i see van going to i'm like gosh i wish i had those here oh dude we have tons so, yeah the late night crowd here it's like 9 9 30 you got Uh, possibly Taco Bell, possibly McDonald's. I say possibly because you never know if they're going to be open. And we got White Castle and uh, maybe some 7-Eleven orders. It sucks. Yeah. And I see uh, you guys in Denver with the food trucks, but Jonathan K down in Miami with the late night food trucks, and that's all they do is online orders. And it's awesome. Yeah. But, yeah, Spark I did really good with. And then uh, December I didn't do much work at all. Last year, because I had some kind of bug, it kept coming and going, and I just didn't feel right. And I had money banked up so I could do that. But January sucks in the gig world. And always. And always. I thought Spark would probably still be doing good. And for whatever reason, it wasn't either, because I'm like, people still got to get their groceries. I should have no problem. And it's But cards- even,
0: but in the beginning of the year, okay. So, first of all, Spark, for those that aren't 100% familiar, and okay. I'm not going to go into the full history, but it like, um, so Walmart Spark launched well after the pandemic. It wasn't one of those pandemic launches. It came out,
1: what, last year or whatever. I mean... It's been around a couple of years at least. I know right, I, was on, I was on a waiting about, yeah. list for about six months. And I started... Uh, I, I, You know, I got multiple phones, multiple email addresses. I don't know what account I actually signed up with, to be honest, because I started tra- uh, changing because uh, my market was full. So I was going back and changing what market i wanted to work in to one that was open right and it's i the night before i got or yeah it was the night before i got approved finally i just changed that all again on one of them if not both of them i don't remember and then all of a sudden the next day i'm on board and like Pedro's still over a year still on that waiting list and sometimes you just got to go back and try it again i think they throw your information out after
0: I, I I happen to think that too. I just again I, after the the thing with the drivens I was like, well, okay, I mean like they couldn't even do it when it was raging and I don't even hear anything about it or it's crickets about it around here now. Well, but, I I got a lot And of that's coaching. where I was going to now is like now it is maybe not crickets but it's not that great for you either, is it?
1: It's terrible, but um there is ways to make money on it and like when I first started doing it, Bud Soda gave me a lot of coaching on um, how to do it and uh But that was his market. What works in his market didn't work in my market. I kind of took what everybody was telling me, wadded it up and threw it out the window, developed a whole new style to do it here. Uh, Different from any gig tuber I watched, Bud Soda, Right Share Lisa was another one telling me how she did it up up in her market, which is pretty close to Bud Soda. It didn't work. None of that worked. But I, I developed my own little method. It worked and it was working great until it wasn't. Until January and there just wasn't any... Uh, The the offers were gone. I wasn't seeing anything good. I wasn't seeing as many. I mean, I've seen as many as 186 offers, Spark offers on my phone at one time. It it, it does so many and it refreshes. You scroll, try and scroll down and look. You can't look at them all. It just, uh, I I learned a trick for that. I I logged off. I'd actually log off the app. Then it wouldn't refresh so much and I could scroll through as they were expiring, but I could at least get to the bottom of the list and kind of cherry pick what I wanted out of there. Yeah. But now, now they don't even, I, I might see 20, 25 offers at best. And most of those are about three o'clock in the afternoon when they drop all the Sam's club orders that nobody wants to pick up. They've been in the system all day. And, yeah. I
0: mean, that's how, that's how John Dash says it too. You know, like, um, you know, for those that don't know uh, Dash Theory, he's, De- John's awesome. He's one of the guys that does the the Wednesday round or the uh, Thursday round table with us. And when I was starting on shipped, I learned every single thing from only shipped videos from John. <laughs> I went to his channel, and he ship. had the full breakdown on shipped. Yeah, I'm on and, shipped as well. <laughs> and so I was like, okay. And so I learned everything from John's channel. But, um, you know, so the Spark thing, you know, I feel like it came, and I feel like it's already going. And I feel like some people, yes, still pull it off. I know, you know, like Dashing Grandpa, I know he's been really you know hot about spark lately it's not doing good for him i know john can still do okay but almost sounded like you did like there's you know you
1: can do okay but you gotta i can't you gotta rely on
0: things now you gotta yeah, I can't rely you gotta on juggle spark. while you take the orders and you gotta they've yeah. started
1: the they've started the new uh triple grocery stacks where there's three grocery orders on one it's tri- like, like triple batch like instacart's been doing that a long time uh but these are curbside you don't have to go in and shop oh yeah Uh, and they're they're just three bad orders put together is all it is and i i refuse to do them i mean i saw a triple yesterday for 17 dollars one of them had like 80 items on it one had 47 and the other one had like 14 but it's that's a lot of stuff (laughs) yeah for 17 dollars and i'm like you're out of your mind i just i hit reject and that's and they come out they come out as these round robins which but how many how many miles would the three deliveries be uh, that one I think it was right around nine miles. See, yeah, I mean, no, the, no the, the miles, no the uh, the money, to miles math didn't work out on it. At least not for my truck. Uh, no, I don't no. have the Prius. Uh, but they, uh, yeah, you, I got a a double Sam's pickup a couple days, uh, about three or four days ago. I paid sixty eight something. It was eight point six miles or something like that. It Was super easy, and it was from the Sam's. There, there's, I've got four Sam's in my zone, and I only go to one. The rest of them are terrible um and the one i go to i get my stuff fast so i'm hardly any downtime waiting i waited like four minutes and they were out there loading this order i'm like awesome and i help i always help load i don't make so, them do work.
0: okay so this i i mean i i'm glad we got to throw this in because i actually i've had udm on a few times but we've never actually dove into this because we've had on other subjects. So because I've actually never, I don't think we've ever discussed it. I've probably said the word, but we've never discussed the platform. Now they're here in Denver. I have onboarded and I have some questions. So I think this last topic should be delivered. And delivered, for those yes. that are interesting, delivered is, uh, from what I can tell so far, I'm about to ask Tim a couple questions because I just onboarded um, through UDM's code and all this, and but literally two days ago. But I'm on and everything, but um delivered is like a last mile catering app is that a good way to to say it?
1: well it's straight up a catering app they primarily do uh well all they do from from now i don't think they have any uh restaurant partners yet like deliver that
0: they're all but scheduled
1: cater it's all easy cater yeah, yeah order they log on to easy cater they pick their restaurant they order it and then easy cater uh, uses uh, in my market three different apps to dispatch through and that's uh Delivered, deliver that and door D- dash. I almost said something else.
0: And uh, uh pair
1: and pair do they okay? I didn't know they went through pair. They didn't. Well, I asked for, <laughs> I, I've been in contact with delivered and I've got a list of who they dis- dispatched through. And that was the three they gave me. They didn't say anything about pair so you need to talk to them about that because uh, well, I didn't because, know that's where they come from. Because, no, easy cater, well, not delivered. We, I've been, in I don't know that we want
0: to be. Right. I don't know that we want to be on that list because the coolest thing about when they bring us on, I mean, I'm, I'm, I am, I am the team at Paraworks or Parapass now. Um, and then I report to David and Chan and like, we are the team of Parapass. And then there's people that can help us underneath us, but um, the things that we're trying to land. So when they come, when easy is coming to us about markets, it's awesome because it means somebody, usually DoorDash is dropping the ball huge. Good. And they're getting pissed, and so we're not in every market with that. But yeah, some of them you can find them, or the food fetched like Bud Soda, and all these, all kinds of these apps that are kind of starting to come to para. But um, deliver it. Uh,
1: try and get the Wichita Falls, Texas market, because the only only uh, uh, app that Easy Cater dispatches to down there is DoorDash, and Dashing Grandpa hates DoorDash. <laughs> oh yeah. And that he used
0: to be on another one. Like it's oh man, it's it was an off-brand app. It's like busy B or something.
1: That I know it might be local to his area. Something B. Yeah,
0: I don't know. But I think he used to do them too. But regardless, um, yeah, Parapass Para hasn't launched there either. We're trying, um, but Parapass has come into almost everywhere. But to the delivered app, I gotta tell you. So here was my initial investigation and onboarding. So I I knew, I, I texted UDM, hey, send me your code. I'm sure you have one. I'm about to onboard because they're live in my city. Now, I went to the app and first thing I noticed, I always notice this stuff. It's never perfect You or usually it's not perfect. Like in Last Mile uh, Courier Space, Cur- Curry has a good rating on both Play Store and Apple, and Apple uh, App Store. But most apps don't. I first thing I noticed with delivered was 1.9 star rating.
1: Really? I didn't even, I didn't even. And so of, I was like, that. okay, what's
0: the issue here? I mean, like, cause usually that says something to me. It's not, I don't take it for, I mean, like all of the last mile courier apps, like freight and all those, they're all three stars or just barely under just 3.1. So nobody's ever at five, really. I mean, Curry's at like 4.6. So I mean, like, but. The rest are pretty much around three, but I don't really have, low.
1: I don't have any issues with the app. I think it runs pretty smooth. I mean, it, so it doesn't switch up. On here,
0: here was my other thing though. So I am running it and I already don't like doing this. I do it for Curry. You'll know this Tim, because you have to do this for Curry. If you, you cause you don't have to leave the Curry app open guys. You can, you should just be getting drop downs. have all your alerts set, but you do have to leave it always on it's something i don't like doing i don't like yep. using the always on feature with almost any app if it requires it in fact other than like working apps and very few any app that requires always on i usually just delete the app because i'm not going to have it burning my battery um so i i don't want it to do that but obviously it needs to have that but it also wanted it it was it said it will not work without the refresh on
1: without the refresh i don't
0: even know what that is okay so like on mine i don't want to turn the refresh on like that's where it like calls to my phone every 20 seconds and wastes power like even in a standby mode
1: um i know uh you can be inactive on there and they will still send you offers but you can't you can't access the information until you go active um i haven't yeah you can turn it on off you turn you're on duty or you're off duty let me click it off yeah off duty i've had it in off duty right when i started using it and i was still getting offers but i had to go on duty to view it
0: so do you you have it as allow location services
1: always oh yeah i've got like all those on
0: right but see okay so i'm going to show you here because it's so see we're right above cellular data it says background app refresh yeah let me and then it's kind of grayed out it's because i literally had to allow this one i don't allow any app to do that
1: is that in settings well if you once you hear what you can get paid on deliver that you'll leave it on all the time (laughs) okay i mean i don't know if you've heard some of them uh some of my i've been getting some hate on some some other gig tubers channels because they're also on delivered and they've never seen orders the size of what i've what i've taken and uh And I can't. Where the hell is this? Is my new phone? And there it is. They moved my settings. I'm trying to find. uh... Okay, so Tim, I was onboarded on
0: Saturday, which was September 2nd on a holiday weekend. Probably not going to see anything till next week. Did all the videos. I'm onboarded. I'm live. Uh, Let me see what happens if I open the app because I'm really that unfamiliar. But, um, but I I will say this: I'm now, I'm now one. Um, see, and now it says. This app doesn't work without the background app refresh enabled. Turn it on in your settings, which I've done a hundred times. Does this? I don't even have
1: opens. I don't even have that on mine. That's probably because I'm Android. Every time I open Apple. it,
0: I see this, and but again, it's only been since Saturday. But when I go to settings, it is turned on. So I don't know what it's why it doesn't like that. Um, that's number one. But if I hit cancel, it does go into. It says logging in, and then it goes into the app. And it says all clear. Looks like you have no tasks for today. That's
1: uh, yeah, that's what mine.
0: But it tells well. me that in two different in two different steps that you have to turn this background app for a refresh on. It is on, but if you have the app open, like if I have this open right now, and something came in, where yeah, does it
1: go, or what what happens? I I keep mine in dark mode all the time, but
0: okay, yeah, I don't know. I... it keeps. It, in fact, no matter what I touch, it keeps saying. Go to your settings, and every time I hit open, they're all on. I've got them all on. I don't know what it's it might wanting.
1: be an Apple thing. Uh,
0: Maybe I'll just delete it and then reinstall it or whatever, and see if maybe now it'll work. But at the same time, it is like I'm onboarded; it's working.
1: What do I expect to see? I'll see it texts. Your your first, yeah. You'll, you'll it'll pop up. I don't know if you heard that sound when mine was going off. Yeah, yeah. It's an obnoxious, obnoxiously loud. Well, actually, let me turn it down on this phone. Would not let me do that on my old phone. Um, it was just blasting loud. But you'll need that because sometimes I'll send it to you right in the morning. You're usually awake anyway. But they'll send you the offer. You'll see. Uh, let me see if I can find a screenshot. Ah, uh, no. Uh, my phone just left. I mean, I, went, I obviously anyway, went through the videos. You'll, you'll, I, you'll, you'll see, see two different the things. The top one will be your pickup with the time. And then the second the second option will be the drop. Uh, the, your drop-off. And uh, then they'll send you a text that will uh, uh, have the uh, the pickup time, restaurant, and the what they're going to pay. Now on Apple, you may be able to click that second one right away, and uh, you can open it up, scroll down, you'll see the actual sub food subtotal, the breakdown, of the base pay, and the tip. Uh, mine, I gotta close the app, reopen it, to, and then go to the, to the tomorrow's task, and then click on it. Then I can open it up, and uh, somebody tells me it's because it's an Android because you. He doesn't have that issue on his iPhone, but then you can make the decision whether you think it's worth it or not. Your first 10, it's worth it. Take everything they send you the first 10, unless it's really that far out there. And it just makes no sense at all because that's your newbie stage. Um, Because people are trying to figure out or like, how are you getting these big orders? I say, I don't know because I'm getting, I mean, my biggest one's been $3,400 worth of soul taco and I made $394 on it. And because the restaurant didn't have it ready, that cost me an extra 50 minutes. But I spent about an hour and a half to maybe an hour and 40 minutes on this order. They made $394 and drove about 11 miles, uh, 12 miles, something like that. And then I just did one for uh, 360. Uh, that was on Tuesday. Yeah, I drove six minutes to the restaurant and 1.1 miles from the restaurant to the drop-off. From me leaving my driveway, 40 minutes later, I was $360 richer.
0: And you knew this when you took it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It says it, you're going to make it. From,
0: from what I can tell, it's completely transparent, but I haven't seen yeah. anything yet. Yeah. They, I they
1: are. I, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Cars and Cribs YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He yeah. just did an interview with the CEO of uh, Delivered. And I know uh, UDM did one also, but. Yep cars and cribs he's actually sitting down at a table with them and gets a lot of information out of them uh, it's it's a must watch video uh for people interested in delivered i knew a lot of it already but there was things that he touched on that i i did have questions and he got those answers but it you just got to hustle i mean i've taken um 64 deliveries for them now that's all i've taken and i'm trying to get to their emerald elite club now they've got it's the t- top 10% of your market and i've got a uh, 100 57 deliveries i think i got to get up to that's mo- or no 147 that's going to keep going up when they just launched this i was at 50 deliveries and i needed 142 to get that what that's going to give you is more priority the top paying orders uh they've got this open opportunity board now that pops up at eight o'clock you might have got an email on it 8 pm your time i recommend being on it at 759 if you show up at 801 you're too late because the orders are already going to be snatched if there's any on there and you get, uh, you get to get on that at seven thirty if you're in the Emerald Elite Club. And I think what's happening right now is they're just getting gobbled up by all them, 10, the top ten percent. Because in a, two weeks straight, I have not seen one offer on that board. Uh, but they still send them to you the old way too. That's where I've gotten the big ones.
0: So when uh, it when it so again, it's been a holiday weekend. Right. Um, as soon as we're done here in a few minutes, I actually am going to uninstall and reinstall it just in case I said at any point, don't allow, enable that. And even though I went back and enabled it, maybe somehow it's glitched (laughs) and it's it's caught in some weird world where it's saying- See, I I use an
1: Android and the only problem I've ever had is when that offer comes in, I can't click on it to see what the food total is. And I finally figured out if I close the app, reopen it, then go to the next day for that task, I can do that. But when the offer comes in to you, is it a true round robin or is that an offer to you? To you it's directly to you and only you now that open order board that opportunity board i call it the green board because you'll see it's bright green um actually hang on and again
0: i forget because it told you in the videos is it five minutes how long do you have to grab it um
1: sometimes it's a
0: lot of times it's 15 minutes okay and uh i mean how do you how do i know like how do i know first of all if i see it i'm gonna grab it right away if i can but how do uh, I know how long I have yeah, before see. they pass it to the next person? It tells you in the text message.
1: Oh, it does. Yeah, I will tell you in the text message, which I'll be able to pull one up and show you here. Okay.
0: Because yeah, I mean, I'm just again, it's I haven't even seen one, but I'm guessing because I've been told, you know, I already know that like DJ and Brent are out here and they travel and work and they've been already onboarded in Denver. I don't okay.
1: know. Yeah, I can't get it to focus up close. Go yeah. Focus. Will you focus. <laughs> No, it won't. Yeah. I mean, anyway, it's, here, it's okay. It says, delivered. It, but... Here's exactly what it said: delivered sent you an order for tomorrow from Chevy's Fresh Mex at ten thirty five a.m. with a projected earning of thirty one dollars and eighty cents. Except slash decline within fifteen minutes in the app. Now, sometimes in the morning you'll get some their last second ones, uh, and you'll have five minutes. So you really got to watch that. If you get an okay. offer in the morning, make sure you pay attention because. I didn't a couple of times. I still got the order, but I'm like, gosh, one of those times I looked into it so much. It might've been six or seven minutes and it woke me up. So <laughs> I was still wiping the sleep out of my eyes, even so, trying to focus on it.
0: So you did use a word though there, even in their wordage that said estimated. Projected.
1: Projected I've never smart. seen one. I've never seen one go less. Uh, I've, okay. I'm on okay. I'm on some delivery groups on the Facebook and some people complain. I see them complaining that their order went down and I'm like, I've never seen it. I'll complain about it if it ever happens. Uh, I mean, are you? Do you
0: see a lot go up, or is it usually that's just? A, I don't see many
1: go up. I've seen a handful where the customer actually added food to their order that gets adjusted because you're a tip. And uh, when it's when it's in the breakdown, I mean, it's quick, easy math to figure out. It's usually 10, 15, or twenty percent they tip. And I've seen uh, what delivered will do is uh, if there's no tip because Easy Cater lets people order food without a tip and delivered will put a tip in there so that one i declined yesterday for 24 or 5 bucks 30 bucks i don't know whatever it was that was 30 it was 15 15 base pay and 15 tip on the money that delivered I had that tip that was a no tip offer and i don't like taking those because <laughs> you know it's no tip but i mean if okay. i did one there's a barbecue joint in my neighborhood called right. Naven's barbecue it takes me three minutes to drive there from my house I never even hit a stoplight. I literally zigzagged through the neighborhood. And then it was going over to where um, my cash customer lives over seven minutes away from there. And I had to get him lunch. So it, it put me right in the area. And I'm like, well, this makes sense. I'll make the $30. And then they added to it. So I ended up making $36.34 on it. Um, everything was ready when I got there. So it was just me walking and grabbing it. And uh, when I got to the place, I had more setup than I usually do. I actually had to pull each box lunch out. And they had warmer shelves. This is the first time I saw it. They had like, like kind of like salamanders, but not so hot. Okay. They okay. they were heated. The bottom was heated, but they had little racks that you set that set it on, so it wouldn't cook the stuff, but it would just keep it a right. little warm. And I snapped my picture, and out the door I was. Most of, a lot of my deliveries, I not I don't set anything up. I'm handing it off, just sitting it there, giving it to somebody with a cart, and they take it to wherever they got to go. I mean, like is the, most
0: of their stuff, most of their, just cause they do catering, most of their stuff isn't $3,400 orders though.
1: No, no, I've done a lot. Um, I typically try not to take any less than 30 or 35 bucks, but right now it's been slow. They let me know. This is the slowest time of the year, mid mid to late September. It's supposed to really pick up. And that's what I'm looking forward to. And, uh, that's what's been holding me off getting on deliver that because then I got to commit a lot of time to that. And, um, like BrightShare Lisa is doing really well up in her market uh, would deliver that now because you only have to take 10 deliveries and you can get in the preferred driver program. You have to take a test and pass it. But I think you and I would have no problem taking that test because it's probably <laughs> that stuff, stuff that's embedded into our soul. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's on it, but I didn't ask her, but I, yeah, I would I love
0: her. to see, I would love to see a copy of that test by the way, because I believe that this, this will come out this week. You guys, Um, you're hearing this on Tuesday. Um, but on um, this Thursday, the date is the 7th, I believe. And we have the roundtable that night. But in the afternoon at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, I needed to mention this um, Mike Ruby, Kim Cavan, Karen Anderson, and I are going to tackle the independent contractor subject. And I believe that what Tim is talking about with Deliver That actually violates the independent contractor law. Um, you can't have tests.
1: Well, that yeah, let's um, deliver that—that's to get another preferred.
0: Right, I mean you can't, but programmer. it's 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 the same it's the same problem DoorDash creates for all the apps that you know, like you were saying, Top Dash now there's like what Top Dash or one and two like right 50 percent and then 70 percent and they're not supposed to be
1: doing that. I do I do recommend one thing after 10 deliveries delivered going to send you two free bags. They give you a a, a, a newbie starter kit or whatever. You'll get like a lanyard that says delivered a tagger to hang from your mirror, some sunglasses, and two catering bags. And they're they're full size, they hold uh four full pans. You can shove five in there, but and then you got weight, smashing lids. But uh, I uh I think after I hit 20, I didn't know they were gonna do this. They sent me another two, but I ordered a three-pack of their catering bags from their website for twenty dollars. It's not much money. And then they said, I passed another milestone. So they're sending me two more bags. So they know I have seven of their bags because before, yeah, I mean, and you're also building a relationship with them. They don't know you from Adam. So you got to basically build up a portfolio with them and a relationship. The more you do for them, the more you'll get in the long run. And it seems like that's the same thing that's working with delivered that for certain drivers. Um, But I told them beforehand, look, I already have catering bags. I got all this stuff. I got a wagon, I got all kinds of stuff. And it wasn't until I actually bought bought bags and they knew they sent me four bags that they really finally started giving me big offers. Because that day I picked up that $3,400 worth of food. It was a, just afternoon. I'd just done a delivery for $113 from them. I was sitting in Costco's parking lot trying to get an Instacart. And then I'm like, oh, delivered that, or delivered, sending me an offer. Let me look at it and I'm like, whoa. It's it was for $387. I was like, See, holy cow. I,
0: I, I already think that I think right there, luckily, Tim just saved us from glitchgate too, because you guys would have accused that we knew something that would have tipped you off to help you. And and what <laughs> I what I what I picked work, up. Out of, man. <laughs> no, but what I picked up out of that when you were talking was you know what? If again I'll relate it back to the bar industry. If I'm if I'm scheduling out bar shifts and somehow bags are needed. And some of you have these ripped up DoorDash and GrubHub bags, and Tim comes in with ten delivered bags. Tim's getting the best section and oh, the yeah. best shift. You yeah, guys don't know. want to think that's fair? I don't care. It's not. They I'm not know I'm the apps.
1: Uh, I'm about to order three more. But my <laughs> point is, them. I
0: won. I mean, like it wouldn't shock me if you got a bump by buying from them.
1: Yeah, now, that's what I, I like. I, I was talking to Lisa. She's like, "But I don't need them." I go, "I don't care if you don't if you don't need them." Stick them in the back left corner of your closet and forget about them. Keep them in the box. They come in. They, I just want them to know that you have their bags. They will know, but I sent them pictures and I said, but I sent them pictures too (laughs) of my whole setup. And I still wasn't getting anything over 40, 45 bucks. And then after I finally, I have seven of their bags. My, I mean, my two catering bags, my original ones are way better quality, but, um, that they didn't come from there. Same with, I've heard somebody say with DoorDash, uh, they bought a catering bag through DoorDash. All of a sudden, they were welcomed into the large order program. I'm like, really? I don't want to buy their bag, but <laughs> but yeah, yeah, sometimes that's what you got to do. You, know, you
0: can just call. I mean, I, you can just call DoorDash too. I don't know how. I mean, I honestly still think that works. I still have had people tell me that. You I mean, just it just depends who you get.
1: You give me that number because that's all I want to do is large orders for them. I don't want to do anything else. But I I would do DoorDash if I could get their. I mean, ordering. that's how
0: Flex has promoted that for years. I, I never knew as the number that
1: actual call. actually call. Uh, I, yeah, I'll I'll try. I don't even
0: know if it's some specific number. I, I have I, no I'll, idea. I'll have to figure it out because I never even bought, again, I, I probably more than Tim even because of some of the crap I had to go through and the really getting an understanding of this one specific company. It might not even be worse than the others, but DoorDash, I went through some real crap with them, and I watched people I know very well at Para go through some real crap with them. And some of the conversations we had with them, even with a very overpriced attorney, we were asking some very fair questions that I thought, hey, other people have asked these too, but you know, we're paying $800 to an attorney. You're asking us to shut this down. You should be giving us some very specific answers. It shouldn't just be just shut up and do what we say, which right. is kind of where they tried to take it. I mean, we made them give some answers. And the very first time when they told David to take down the tip transparency, he said, no, they said, you have a week. They gave us a week and they said, you have a week for Monday. And this is when we were, we were only out of the San Francisco office, not the Austin office. But they we had a week. We got the lawyer and we had the lawyer draft a, a, a letter to them because they said the next Monday at 10, we were served at 10 on a Monday. The next Monday at 10, we'd be served again if it wasn't down in this and it would be no joke. And we had them served that same day at 2 p.m., four hours later. And we said that we had to hear from them by 9 a.m. that following Monday, which was an hour before our deadline, that they were going to provide tip transparency on the DoorDash site. Otherwise, we weren't taking ours down.
1: (laughs) I still don't think they do tip transparency, (laughs) but... No, I know no, they, they, they didn't,
0: and we they... didn't take it down, and that's when things got very real, very oh, quick. Shit. All of a sudden, the one attorney that was talking to R1 became like 30. I do like, know, uh... The DoorDash floodgates of attorneys opened, and it was like, okay, now, now we're serious. What are you doing, or are you just going to do what we say? And it became like, we're just going to do what you say,
1: because another, we knew it was reason. back to the
0: drawing board. It wasn't worth it.
1: Another reason, guys, to leave that DoorDash off, uh, just turn it off and forget about it. Yeah, Put I mean, this is how big of a
0: fight they were putting up to a company that was doing what they should be doing. Like, we were providing what they should be providing if you're independent contractors. So that's a whole other story. Um, no, but but-, but for, for the catering, I, I I love
1: the catering orders. That's it's yeah, I mean,
0: if I honestly like, I should find out anyway because Flex should tell me so that you and I can both do it. Because I, right, I actually might open up DoorDash too if all I was doing was LOP.
1: Well, there's also that Zift, that Zifty app out there that is not available in my market yet, but there, I think they're another one doing easy caters. I think that I know there's various areas on the East Coast, they're kind of scattered. So yeah. I've, I've got it in my phone, but I can't. Even, the only way I can sign up is if I sign up in another state and yeah and there's the oh, favor
0: app too but that won't do you any good either if it's not in your like it's in it's it's coming to my market like which app is it it's called favor it used to be called something oh
1: yeah else. i've heard of favor but i thought they went away
0: no no it used to be something else and now it became favor favor actually was started out of um utah by some of the people who created the hamper app the laundry app yeah <laughs> So they created favor too. And favor actually kind of favor kind of took off in a weird direction because they don't over onboard. So you'll get on a wait list if it is in your market. But it turned into more of like like tasks for very rich people. Oh. So you were being people I know who are on favored are tipped very well. Um
1: good to know because we've got some expensive areas here.
0: Yeah. Uh, but if it's it just it's just I'll, one of those I'll really ones to get on like it's coming here in two weeks and then i told sergio in la and chris from the rideshare guy in buffalo i told them about it they both checked and it's not in their market so favors not everywhere at all
1: there's a grocery app i i tried getting it on him before and then they uh, said my back seat wasn't big enough And uh, i'm like it's called we w e e e exclamation point and i'm like i have a six and a half foot bed with a camper shell on it Yeah, but your back seat's not big enough to, to, I'm like, I don't, because I have an extended cab, not a full four-door. So I was going to, that's been a few months. I mean, I was going back and forth with the guy on emails or text messages or something. I'm like, I have a camper shell. That's what I deliver all my Instacart stuff in and whatnot. But whatever, I was going to try it again. I get, well, I tried about a month ago. I was just going to say, I have a full-size four-door truck, you know, all full, not an extended cab. But now you need an invite code. But what they deliver is from uh, ethnic uh, Asian and Hispanic grocery stores, and I'm like, "Well, that'd be cool," but I can't get on them because you need yeah. an invite code now, and I don't know where to get an invite code. I searched the internet all over; I can't find one. So, if anybody, me.
0: if anybody listening, there's 2,500 downloads a week. If any of you guys listening know the answer to this, please email me. We and uh, <laughs> we and I'll and, and, I'll, t- and I'll let uh, Tim know and
1: i'd Uh, like to give it a try yeah i'm I'm always open to try a new one it's either going to work or it won't i figure that out but i know that like deliver deliver that that there's they will work you just got to keep with it
0: you can't
1: you can't just give it two weeks three no no it's that's why i mean like i literally it's
0: new to it's new to my market actually there's a there was an ad out that said coming september 23rd or something or 17th (laughs) and then like DJ and Britt are like, no, we're on it in Denver right now. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, the, what? Lowest, I, the so lowest I went. I, I went in there. I'm like, wait, they are already here, and it like already it was like three weeks early.
1: The absolute so lowest like, one I took was twenty two dollars and something, but it was in my first ten. I would yeah. after I hit that, got out of that newbie status. I have no way I'll take them over twenty two, uh, uh unless it yeah. I mean, to
0: me too. I think any, you might know this. What's that? Oh, I was going to say, you might know this, that like it, I think it might work out well if it, if it's kind of really realistic to how the app made it sound like 10 to two is most of the deliveries. If that really is the yeah. case, it'll work out well for me. Cause I do most of my curries from five 30 to 10, <laughs> 11. I don't even,
1: I rarely <laughs> see them that early, but well, yeah, that one day that, uh, sold taco, the $3,400 one that was for two 30 pickup. So I'm like, I just made 113 on an order, and I'm gonna make another 387. But because they took so long, they paid me extra few bucks. I made 394. But I was pretty much done for the day. But I wasn't. I went and made a couple more bucks doing something else. I don't remember what, but I know I, I did more than those two deliveries. And there's been days now though that I went out and done two deliveries and done for the day. And uh, last week, when we had that damn heat wave, I did uh, four deliveries. between monday and saturday and i what was i was i was at 700 i was at for four deliveries <laughs> like that's a, yeah yeah i mean only one of those wasn't a deliver that or, i mean delivered uh three delivered and i did a. it was either a 85 spark or instacart i don't remember but that was it and but it was so hot i couldn't work in it man i had a heat stroke 10 years ago that that kills me
0: yeah, I mean, that's how I am too, man. I'm not looking to make the, I'm not looking to do dollars to dollar, like three, four, four, three, three, four, four. Like I'm looking for big pay stuff.
1: Yes, big pay. Now with Curry. I mean, of course, get...
0: everybody would say, oh, I want big pay too, but I'm saying like yeah. I waited out. I waited out for big pay
1: jobs because you got to work, man. You got to put in the, the time to, the, the, yeah. before they start giving you that stuff. But I know uh, something I was thinking about a lot of us gig workers rely on that mileage to write off at the end of the year on our taxes. Well, when I'm getting these whop, golly whamper orders that I'm only driving eight miles to do and making all this money off of them, that's going to hurt me in the long run. So curry orders, I need some of those that make that they'll rack up some mileage, but still pay decent. Oh yeah, Not, I've never seen one. I mean, dude, would I,
0: I mean, people, when I put out that, I don't know if you ever saw it, man, but before we get out of here, I got to say this. I, when I put out the thing, right. I'd already taken it, but I wanted to know what people thought of me taking it. When I took that $1,550 order to Vegas.
1: Okay. Yeah. I wanted
0: to see what everybody thought. You know, what do you guys think about this? It's going to take, you know, it's, it's, it's almost 900 or it's, you know, it's, it takes about, uh, 10, 11 hours realistically from Denver to Vegas. Um, so 22 hours, you know I'm doing, you know, 1400 miles, 1550. And uh you know, like people were like, "Dude, that seems stupid." Um, I I I in my head I'm thinking, "I already like the dollar amount anyway cuz I yeah. turned that around quick." But B, look at those miles, you guys. You forget miles are the gig worker's best
1: friend. When it comes, yeah, you write them off of the year plus that's all highway miles on top of it. Yeah, I I don't think you're driving through too many small towns to get from Denver to Vegas.
0: But that makes up for all the little stuff that you guys might be dashing around doing because even your insurance and everybody, you can Google it, everybody will tell you the most accidents happen locally. Oh, yeah. I mean, on a highway, you're actually much better off. You're getting doing highway miles easier on your car. There there may be
1: more fatal accidents on the highway, but there's a lot less accidents on the highway than all the fender benders around town stop and go traffic with everybody like this they're facing their phone hand on the steering wheel they just passed the law here uh uh, forbidding us to drive while texting which i'm i'm fine with that they're really focused on it being in your hand mine's always in mouth so i don't have to worry about that part of it but i don't i do voice text i don't, I don't look
0: in tahoe <laughs> my, my friends that live in Truckee. and Truckee, not only is it a hands-free law it's a 500 hundred dollar fine for your first one it's a thousand uh wow, for each sure additional. but here's the thing not only is it hands-free it has to be it's called distance free you can't be in the driver's seat and reach it so if you want to use your phone oh, as gps wow. you have to put it on the the air vent on the passenger side as close to the door as you can get.
1: That's wild. No, you can't not, even that... have it in a
0: center console holder. That's yeah, a $500 not... ticket.
1: 150 is, uh, $150 is your first defense here. And I think it goes up to $500 after that. But I, I read into it a couple nights ago because it just, just happened and uh like i guess they i guess they just get so many tourists
0: in that come in and rent cars that they just were like oh, no. oh,
1: I, i'm i've been behind so many people i can you can totally tell they're they got their head in their phone they're swerving their their speed's erratic it's up and down up and down and they drive worse than drunk drivers at least a drunk tries to look at the road they try and see where they're going but uh people staring at their phones i mean they have yeah. they're oblivious to what's going on around them it's and it's dangerous. Yeah. So I'm I'm for the law. It's amazing that
0: these phones don't create some kind of like um like a like a metric, uh, you know, almost like what display ride can do with seeing how you drive, but where if you use a certain navigation app, it says uh SMS disabled or something.
1: Well, I'm sure so it, it knows that well,
0: so it knows hey, you're using this app, that means you're you don't have texting available to you.
1: Oh that could be something if you're if you're going over a certain speed it could disable yeah. it that well I'm just surprised. in general
0: like if you launch this app map it doesn't let you, if, if if you use texting it'll crash the app kind of thing uh,
1: well that would screw us <laughs> well but i, I just to,
0: i know but i mean a lot of us I, have two phones or whatever too so i mean because i have i do generally. a lot of the
1: the messaging while i'm driving sometimes if the customers trying to get a hold of me i always let them know i'm on the way I can maybe skate. at least
0: while the wheels were moving, right. Well, I also pull over
1: a lot if I if I if I see if I got catering orders coming through. Unless I'm literally on the highway, I as soon as I hear the delivered sound, I'm I'm over on I'm in a parking lot. I'm somewhere. I just pull over as quick as I can because I've got to focus on that for a minute. Same with a good curry order, you got to do that math in your head real quick. Like the one that went to Plano, Texas, and I got all pissed because I couldn't get it. Somebody grabbed it okay. as soon as it hit twelve hundred and fifty dollars. But then when I looked yeah. at the cargo, yeah, you gotta was, do them. You gotta do them real quick. Yeah, well, the cargo was too tall; it wouldn't even fit in my truck because I've got that camper cell. So I wasn't so bummed out. But yeah, that was a trip similar to yours, going to Plano, Texas. It was a uh, six hundred and seventy-two miles or something like that, one way. So, I, however many hours that's going to be, yeah, six, seven, something. I don't know. I would have done it just to get the yeah. hell out of here.
0: Yeah, I like the long trip ones too. So uh before we get out of here, I want to thank Tim for joining me. I want to thank all of you for listening. And uh um well, I mean, first of all, how do how do people find you if they're interested?
1: Uh you can go to YouTube and just type at gigwise. One word, G-I-G-W-I-S-E.
0: So I'll put Tim's link to his channel in the show notes. You guys can find it through there. Um, but that's a wrap for this week's. Uh, podcast and uh we'll be back friday for the new drop of the thursday night round table i know you guys are liking that i've been bringing that over it's just a little extra work for me but that's okay and uh other than that we will see you back here next tuesday uh please be safe earn smart and be good to each other